Get In Losers, we're talking about our feelings. I need a formal introduction, damn it. All right. I was requested back. Well, I liked it. Given, given think, the people what they want. I think you were, you are my first oh, no, guest to me. have back. Oh, I'm the first reoccurring guest? Are you fucking roofing me or something? Why do you have to have a specific <laughs> shot? Take this one. No, <laughs> I, I poured more in this one, so I... Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, me and Ty are about to take a shot of fucking... What is this, dude? Blue Raspberry Specca. Blue Raspberry Specca. Okay. That is the Please greatest. send me your alcohol recommendations because I realized when I was watching like a bartender TikTok the other day and they're making fun of stereotypical drinks obviously or like stereotypical customers in a bar mm -hmm. and they were like every you know newly 21 year old college girl walks up to the bar and she's like can I have something like sweet and fruity that like doesn't taste like alcohol and I'm like god that's fucking me and I'm 25 years old like that's so embarrassing you need to know what you want to order yes like, I, the only drinks I know are, like, Lemon Drops, Vegas Bombs, like, Vegas basic bomb. ass. They, they're the best. They taste the best. They taste amazing. I know, but I just don't want to come off as, like, give a fuck. such a fucking, like, <laughs> they're loser. Good. They're good. <laughs> okay. It's pretty bad. Uh, okay. So, yes. Tyler Stahl on the pod. My brother. My bestie. <clears throat> Do you think we're besties? I think we're very good friends, yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I, I promise, I didn't mean to like, no, we're not besties. Like, no, I mean, like, we are very close for a brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, when people talk about their siblings and, like, I've asked a few times, oh, how often do you guys talk or how often do you guys hang out? And they're like, oh, you know, twice a year or whatever. And I'm like, yo, what whoa. the hell? I feel like, like we talk almost every day. No, not oh, every day. On average, I would say almost every day. Really? Yeah, every I'd other say, day. Like, I'd say At every least. other day. So Yeah, I feel like I reach out to you a lot. Like, for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, I guess it's not always, like, to make plans. No, but, you it's know. Just like, and we do send a lot of funny TikToks back and forth, which you, I feel like... You Mainly I send you. <laughs> my, my, my inbox is flooded. <laughs> I think and, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love you. Okay? I love you. But whenever you send me a TikTok... You also send me messages, and so I'm getting every notification for everything you send. And I'm like, okay, Kate, like, I, I see it. I'm, I'm here. Because I just, instead you, you of... You have to explain it. You have to explain everything. You say, oh, this is me. The win, win, the, the, the. And I'm like, I, I got the joke. Yeah. I think instead of, this is a me problem, obviously, instead of... Wanting to connect and relate with someone. I do this with a lot of my friends and with my family members. I send them things to like get it off my mind or like get it off my conscious. I'm like, here, have this information. And then I feel like it's like cleared out of my brain. Because like a just TikTok our, came up a few... Just putting it in our brain. I know. <laughs> a TikTok came up a few hours ago and it was just like these new tacos, whatever, at Taco John's or wherever the fuck. And I sent it to her. I was like, looks so good. <laughs> I don't think I've even opened that yet. <laughs> You'll be so mad. <laughs> what the heck, dude? Okay, so anyways, I wanted to have Tyler back on to talk about relationships because this is really the first time in a long ass time that we've both been single. How long? 
from before I dated Mason. I mean, yeah. And even then you were... You I was in a relationship. Of, yeah. yeah. So maybe like upwards of five years. Going back to my very first relationship, I've been in a relationship for... With someone for like a solid nine years now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, different people, obviously. Do but. you actually feel single right now? Or are you still kind of like recovering from breakup life no i mean definitely recovering yeah still, but i mean this is yeah definitely still recovering but yeah it's tough i have like questions i want to ask but then i also want us to kind of each recap almost why the last relationship didn't work out like generic you know what i mean because i have my explanation right here because i wanted to talk about tinder guy and why it didn't work out with him and I. Are we gonna drop names? I mean, you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to. Okay, then I won't either. Yeah. So, last episode that I recorded was like, I don't know, I think I uploaded it like a month ago. It was all about like my depression or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm seeing this new guy. I'm like so in love. Like, that oh, was like my last you said episode. That on air? Pretty much, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Pretty much, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm so into him. Like, I finally oh, feel happy. Oh, like, <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. No. So now this episode, I'm like, what's done? (laughs) Let's recap (laughs) where we went wrong. Okay. So it's so interesting um, being in a real, not even relationship, because it's not like, like we were only like hanging out or whatever for, you know, a couple months, but it's interesting being in a thing with someone and I don't know how to describe it. And not knowing how they feel. Like, never getting that validation, never getting that closure, never getting, like, any sort of indication as to how they feel about you. It's like, you're always, like, almost on edge. I think that's a necessity, though, in a relationship. You, you kind of Of validation? Have, yeah, you kind of have to have that from your partner. Well, I didn't get that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't... I think it was a very kind of rough relationship. There. Yeah, yeah. I just... I have a bunch of notes about it, but... Most importantly, I didn't feel wanted, didn't feel validated at all. And I always found myself like wondering if I was good enough. I don't know. I don't think he's a bad guy or anything. I just don't think that he ever liked me or loved me in the way that I needed or wanted to be loved. You know, he would like text me once every couple days and be like, hope you had a good day. Just got off work. And I never wanted to be that girl that was like, I wish you would text me more. Like, I wish we would talk more. But I did want that. Yeah. You know? For some people, that works. Yeah. For some people, just a random text. Yeah. Especially long distance relationship, of course. Right. But But this dude lived a mile away and we only talked like once every couple days. That's strange. And we would like see each other. But it's still just, I found myself like just always wanting more. And I've never been that girl before that asked a guy like, can you text me more? Or like being so needy. It's not a bad thing to ask. Yeah. But but. when he went on like a little couple days to Vegas trip or whatever, right before he left, I literally said to him, which I'm like embarrassed to repeat this, but I said to him, will you talk to me like while you're in Vegas? And that just like is so fucking pathetic. And just like, I felt so dumb asking that. What did he say? He was like, yeah, of course. And then, you know, he texted me, like, like the barely. same, like, once yeah. a day or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's just, 
I was kind of in between this mindset of like, it's not fair to be upset with someone or to end a relationship if you haven't expressed your needs. And I really never did. Like I never, only those couple times where I was like, can we like talk more or whatever? But I really never had like a sit down conversation of like, this isn't working for me. I feel stupid, you know? But on the other hand, like I don't want to explain how to love me. I just want someone to intuitively want to. You know? And it's crazy, like, honestly, it's crazy that this is the reason that didn't work out between you. Because, like, that was a big thing in my last relationship. Like, I, I, I was showing my love and appreciation in certain ways. But then in other ways, I wasn't vocal enough. Mm-hmm. And, like, I absolutely see that. Mm-hmm. You know? And she basically said that. Like, she, basically what you're saying. It's kind of crazy. Like, she said, like, I don't know how I need you to love me, but, like, it's it's not... I know I'm, I'm not fulfilled. Yeah, like, she's, like, she's not yeah. getting it, you know? And, yeah. like, it's... So it's tough. I mean, because, yeah. like, I in my eyes, and maybe, maybe in your guys' eyes, like, he was doing everything he was... Mm-hmm. thought he was supposed to be doing, you know? But clearly it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think it's... I guess it's no one's fault, and then at the same time, it's both of the people's fault. Yeah. I remember a relationship I was in like my sophomore year of college and I broke up with him and I said this was the reason like I don't feel wanted I don't feel valued like I feel like you don't even like me really I feel like you just want a girlfriend you know and he was like what are you talking about I'm like in love with you I'm obsessed with you and I totally believed him Mm -hmm. and I think like and I still believe him you know that he was in love with me in the way that he loved in in like his capacity but it like was so different from what I needed and so I think you if you're not like I don't even know if it's a love language thing or if it's just different needs different people it's almost like that saying or that mantra that like you have to love yourself before you can love someone else yeah and it's like but I do love myself I know but if you were to love yourself in a certain way, like outwardly, like that, then he would know how you would need to be shown love. You know? Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess, but I just like don't agree with it because I've been shown love the way that I need it from people and I didn't have to explain it to them and I didn't okay. have, and it just came naturally to them. So, so give me a recap of your last relationship. I mean, it, it, like that, that was a big reason from her end. From my end, it was a little something different. I don't want to get too deep into it because it's personal. But just she said some things that I won't forget and just was not good in my eyes. You know, and so that's why. Not I, good. Like, what do you mean? Like, I knew the thing she was telling me, I knew it wasn't going to work out between us. You know, I just knew. Like, it's. About your future or about differences in personality. I guess going back to the different wants and needs, I guess. Of a relationship. Of a relationship. And I know I'm being hella vague, but (laughs) but I I feel like I want to be vague. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to air that all out. Yeah. So. It's not fair. What do you think? Give me like the biggest lesson that that relationship taught you. And I'll try and think of mine. I don't know. Be more vocal about your love and appreciation. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I know that that's been a problem for me for a long time. Like, I know that I, 
have always any emotion I've felt, it's automatically being pushed down and suppressed. And, oh my gosh, yeah, same. It's, it's just we must have grown up in like a household where you weren't able to express. Just all thing. Yeah, I don't know. And so even though I was happy or I was sad, whatever emotion I was on the inside, I was constantly just smiling on the outside and because mm-hmm. I was always the funny guy. And so I was always making people laugh and mm-hmm. di- like, and I also had anxiety. So I was diverting the attention away, uh, the attention away from me yeah. and putting it on someone else yeah. or another topic so that people didn't look at me. It's like, it's not real and you don't have to confront it. You don't have to deal with it. Being pushed way down. Yeah. And then it finally just comes out. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. And it usually comes out into your romantic relationships, I feel like, rather than... I mean, uh, that kind of emotion can pour over into your entire life and all of your relationships. But I feel like however you're feeling inside kind of manifests in your romantic relationship the most. And, like, your partner feels... If they're an intuitive, healthy partner, I think they feel when you're stressed out. They feel when you're upset or, you know what I mean, depressed. And it just makes it harder. (laughs) Oh, I wanted to ask you. That's some questions. Signs that you're in a toxic relationship. I was thinking about this the other day. I I truly do not know because... Do you think you've ever been in a toxic relationship? I don't think so. I think think every relationship that I've been in has been real and... Honest and Honest and truthful and... Good. Lovely. It's been real. So, it's been real. It's been real. (laughs) But, I don't know. I really don't know because here's the reason. Because I fucking love drama. I'm fucking... Really? I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. It fucking... If it keeps me on my toes and, like, I don't know what's going to happen next, like, great, Well, then awesome. I think that Let's is a it. toxic that's, relationship. Yeah, it, like, no, that's not a toxic relationship. It's, it's a toxic trait. Like, yeah. It's a toxic trait that I have. Yeah. That I have like, from the, an outside perspective, I think you've definitely been in toxic relationships. Just, like, the things you tell me are, like reading messages and stuff of yours i'm like oh that brings me back to like i guess eighth grade like toxic ass like that's what it reminds me of <laughs> i don't know what i don't know <laughs> what's that what, are you quoting something <laughs> that's like the accent of me and Cass always talking and i don't even know what it is <laughs> what is this Oh, that's your, that's your questions. Yeah, these are my notes. But what is this accent? <laughs> I can't remember. It's like, well, I don't know. What I don't know. I don't know, pal. I don't know. <laughs> what is that? It's like bull rat almost, but like. It's not. I mean, it's like. I, I don't know, but I've heard you all talk in that. Hello, I, my body. <laughs> that's how we talk. I don't know stop <laughs> some best friends talking like or like some couples talking like baby voices which i would never be able to get with but I like mean, i've done that whatever that accent is <laughs> is my shit <laughs> okay well i have signs you're in a toxic relationship a if you're writing in your notes app about this man or about the situation or about how you want to like, crafting a message in your notes app and being like, this is why you upset me. That You're in a toxic relationship. That's my opinion. Have you ever done that? I've never done that. Girls do that. But every single one of my past girlfriends have done that. Yeah. You know how I know. I've done that. You know how I know. You see them? No, I don't see it at all. But I see the little three bubbles pop up for two seconds, and then a paragraph comes yeah. up. And I'm like, okay, you copy and pasted that. Yes. Like, 
<laughs> you yes. got that from somewhere. Yes. You can easily tell. One time a boyfriend found my notes app and it was a whole list. Oh, no. Because I do this when I'm in relationships. <laughs> this is probably... I write down everything that I can't stand about them. Because I know that like when we break up or whatever, I want to look back on that and be like, I hated this about him. I hated this. I hated this. Like, I want to, like, remind myself of all the that? bad things. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Rough. We still did not break up. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, it's... It, uh, if you found a note... No, honestly, that's probably healthy, though. Like, geez, like No, I don't think it's healthy. I think it's I, I don't preparing think it's, for... I don't think what you did was healthy. I think him seeing it would turn into a healthy situation. Because then he's looking at it, he's like, oh my gosh, like, she's know. right. It was blah, very blah, mean. Blah. I'm very brutal so, in the notes app. You're cold-hearted sometimes, dude. Like, I know. You are ruthless. I know. It's, I don't know where you get that. Like, I don't. I mean, mom's pretty ruthless. Mom's kind of ruthless, but then Mabel's kind of cheesy. Yeah. She's kind of cutthroat. Yeah, she is sometimes. I bet Mabel Mary was crazy too. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so it's that. It's, it's y'all. Yeah, y'all are just mean, man. Yeah. Like, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to work on it. I don't. Cause... I mean, not really, because what? I like that I'm harsh and. I like that I speak my mind. That is, I'll, I want to say something. That and you've is, told me that before. I was just going to say, that is something that I've always admired about you, is that no matter where we are, like public setting, wherever, like you will stand up for yourself and you will speak your mind. Oh and yeah, like, I called a lady a bitch in public at the airport, at the airport. and Tyler was so embarrassed, was but so she was a bitch. I understand, but like, do that on your own time, bro. Like, what? I'm not with that. With the baby on my hip. <laughs> <laughs> did you did i know he was asleep though <laughs> this lady wouldn't give up her seat oh, to let me rough. and my two-year-old son sit together wow. so yeah she was a bitch and she needed to know that she wanted the window seat was her explanation <laughs> like a 50 year old woman dude yeah, she's like 35 oh i thought she was older she's than okay a two-year-old couldn't sit by his mommy <laughs> are you kidding me um i also have toxic relationship if you have ever like woken up with a significant other or text them early in the morning or even thought to yourself, can we just have a good day today? Or like tell them like, babe, can we just not fight today? Can we just have a good day? That is toxic as fuck. I if you're know, like, I don't think I've ever done that, but I don't know if that's toxic. Yes, it is. Dude. To put, to put something that's obviously like a bigger fight or like a deeper conversation that needs to be had. Like, uh, no, if you're I'm putting not talking. That, if you're putting that on pause, yeah. Like, that's not bad. No, that's fine. If you're in a big fight and you're like, can we just not talk about it right now? We have, you know, my brother's birthday party that's or whatever. Saying. That's totally fine and understandable. You can't always have these deep conversations 24-7. But I'm talking when I was dating in my toxic relationship, you would like wake up and not even like had a previous fight the night before, but just be like, because everything puts yeah. them on edge or everything gets them mad at you. Yeah. That's toxic to be like, can we just please not fight today? Like, I just can't take it. Can we just please have a good day? I've, I've, that's never happened to me. I've never said anything like that. I, any, I like to finish the fight. I don't, I don't want to, I'm like one of those people, don't go to bed mad. But like, obviously, like if we're fighting, like, okay, we're talking about it until it's over. Yeah. And then like, cause I don't like to, I don't know. But also, <laughs> I'm like toxic, toxic. <laughs> <laughs> but also what? I think it's I think it's a red flag if because like narcissists and like horrible relationships if you guys have a fight they will keep you up 
and like not let you go to sleep, even if you have work, school, etc. They will keep you up until 5 a.m. Like kept me up I'm many not, I'm times. Not doing that. Well, then what would you do if you can't finish the fight? Like, if they're like, I have work in the morning, I have to go to bed. Then I will respect that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. So you're not like, we have to finish no, it. No, but like. I think you just like to not be on edge and you want it resolved. Yeah. That's different than like keeping someone up as a literal, like, it almost gives me military vibes. Like, what's that thing where they put you under the water? Waterboarding? Yeah, but like torture. Like, it gives me military <laughs> torture vibes. Like waterboarding? Yes. They put the rag replacement? Yes. What? But I'm saying it's like a military tactic or like a government tactic or a police tactic or whatever to like keep people up and keep them awake for like 24 plus hours so that they'll just do, say, whatever you need them to. That's the emotional manipulation, I guess, is what I'm getting at. That's what I think they're trying to do by keeping you awake. That's strange to me. That's like happened to you before? Yeah. Yeah, that's strange to me. Yeah. But I think it's happened to a lot of people. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, some of my friends have told me the same things. I, how do you feel about when a guy, like, won't let you walk away? Or, like, he'll stand in front of you or, like... I don't like that. Stand in front of the door. Or no, something. I don't like that. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it's very scary. Yeah, and, like, honest, honestly, like, entering when I was that age, like, 17, 18, whatever, entering the, the real relationship world, like... For some reason, as a guy, like, that's your first instinct is, like, don't let him go. You know, like... Ew. But, yeah, it is, like, because it's almost, like, predatory. You know, like, it's, like... But that's the thing. We're not fight objects. It. That's what I'm saying. That's where I learned that, like, clearly, you are your... If you wouldn't do it to a man, don't do it to a woman. Like, I don't think you would ever stand in front of a man if you guys had an argument. You would let him walk away. You know? It depends on the situation. No. You would never stand in front of a door for a man. I don't think any guy would but like clearly and sometimes like i almost caught myself like about to do it like she'll like storm off you know and i almost like like run after her, like and like get in front of her and like not put my hands on her you know but like stop her you know in her tracks and like that's my first instinct and i'm like no dude like she's a grown-ass adult like she's her own person mm-hmm. she wants to walk away she's gonna walk away mm-hmm. one time um i'm sure you've heard this story before because it's like my almost near-death experience with in the toxic relationship I'm referring to. So we were like, I was on and off with this dude for like a couple of years. And I was a freshman in college living in the dorms at USI. <clears throat> and we had been broken up for, I don't know, like a couple months or something. And he says he wants to come over and talk. Of course, they always do that. <laughs> um, so he comes over, but it's like late at night. And I think it was a weekend. So none of my roommates or suite mates were home. And you know how USI is on the weekends. Like it's fucking dead. Dead. And especially late at night, like on a Saturday night or Sunday night or not Sunday night, Friday or Saturday night, it's fucking so dead. I hate it. So I was like the the only one one in like my whole hall. Like there was nobody there. And it was, I don't know, maybe nine or 10 or something. So he's over, we're talking, getting a fight. I'm trying to calm him down as always. I don't know if he shows me that he has a knife immediately or if I just knew he had it. I don't know how I like figured out that he had a knife. But I didn't see it until, like, I was, like, trying to get out of my room. You know how, like, your rooms open up to, like, the common area or whatever? So I see that he has a knife in his hand. And he's, like, not letting me leave. He's, like, in the doorway. And my phone was out in the common room. And I, like, didn't have anything. And I, like, genuinely was really scared. It's, like, one of the only times in my life where I really thought, like, I think he's going to kill me. Like When did he 
how did he show you that he had a knife? Did he like whip it out and like? That's what I'm saying is I can't remember like, like it how at you it or like what. No, it wasn't that obvious. It yeah. was more like to his side and like out. But he had it in his. The blade hand. was out. Blade was out in his palm. Yes. In yes. His, but like outside by of his, his by his side. But outside of his pocket. Yes. Holding it. Yes. In attack position. No, not like with ready to. With the blade out. But down by his side though. But with pointed the blade, towards the ground. But with the blade out. Yes. But yes. I'm saying I want to make it clear that he wasn't. No, he wasn't he, no, he sparring didn't at it. me. He didn't have it. <laughs> he wasn't to sparring you. at me, but also he had it out. If a grown man that you know is unstable that you won't get back together with is in your doorway, your phone is in the in another room, and he has a knife at his side, it's fucking scary, and That's you feel scary. like I, I think he's gonna stab me. I think. Plus, I've always had this weird fear of being no, stabbed me. for That's some me. reason. I've I've, really? I feel like I planned that in your head. I think you I've did. always had the fear of getting stabbed in the stomach. Yes, me too. It's always been three things. Okay, <laughs> it's always since I was little. These stabbed are, in the stomach. Yes, listen. These are the three. Since I was little, for some reason, these are the three things. I'm gonna live to be 110. I'm gonna okay. win the lottery. Okay. And I'm gonna get stabbed in the stomach. Ugh. All three of those things are happening in my life. On the same night. <laughs> I don't know why I felt those three things, but I've felt those for the, my entire life that's so funny don't know why wow Maybe i didn't know you, i didn't know you had the same stabbing fear even like yeah, when i was younger you know if i would be in the kitchen with mom and she would like hug me or something and happen with to have a, a knife, knife in her hand, hand or something <laughs> yeah. something where there was a knife around i would be <laughs> fucking paranoid like anyways so i was fucking scared he's standing in the doorway i somehow get past him but i don't even like stay and grab my phone i literally bolt out into the hallway i was in a corner dorm and so right across from me was the little computer room mm -hmm. that they had on each of the dorm floors and of course there was fucking no one around because again it's a weekend like there's nobody there but there happened to be this kid that i like barely knew in the computer lab and I, which was like a miracle honestly yeah. So I run into the computer lab um, and I'm like freaking the fuck out on this freshman kid. And this kid was like so quiet and nice. And I was like, please, like he has a knife. He's going to hurt me. Like, please help me, you know. And of course comes over and he was so like manipulative and conniving. He like the kid was like, what's going on, man? What's what's going on? What's happening? And could just like flip a switch and he was like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to calm her down. Like she's freaking out. And the kid, I don't know if he not was on my side. I don't know if he believed me or if he had a bad feeling about, I don't know how he felt in that situation, but he was like, dude, I think it's best if you just leave. And he was like, yeah, I was heading out. And so as soon as he starts to walk away, I don't even stay and talk to that kid. I run back into my dorm and immediately shut the door because it locks automatically. Mm -hmm. So I immediately run and shut my door. I'm like pissing myself. And that kid knocks on my door with, and he's like, hey, uh, he forgot his phone in there. And I remember being so scared to open the door um, that I was trying to slide it under the door, but it like wouldn't fit. And I was, like, so scared to even open the door. So I, like, opened it a little crack and, like, handed it to the kid. Whatever. So I never told him. I think I was honestly embarrassed every time I saw him on campus after that. Like, I wonder if he remembers. And I wonder if he knew, like, dude, you saved my life. Like, if you wouldn't have been there. You I should, 
you should he actually works on campus now i don't know if you would want to tell him that's what i'm saying and like i don't know i wonder what he remembers about it i, I wonder if he remembers, he remembers it at i almost guarantee he remembers something do you think yeah because that's a situation like those are that's a situation yeah where you would remember but also that's what i'm saying to him it could have just been like this insane girl and this cool and collected guy because that's what it seemed like and sure if that's what he remembers but that's he remembers something yeah and so like if you were to come to him and just say dude like you i don't know if you know you saved my life yeah like that's i wonder what would have happened if he wouldn't have been there honestly like oh so scary so scary i mean i i'm not trying to belittle your story in any way i don't think he would have done something crazy i hope i hope not yeah obviously i hope not i'm honestly that is terrifying yeah i'm honestly he told me like which another red flag if anyone you're in a relationship with ever is tell like threatening to hurt an animal or threatening to hurt obviously themselves or somebody but would tell me like if you don't call me back like i'm gonna kill this kitten like he would like what yeah he would say that that's the first sign of a i know i know is killing little animals yes so yes were you like not in my life at this time do do you realize that like any time that you and were together or like you guys were hanging out or just like you were in like you were in a different zone yeah like it was very you could tell when you and were together and when you were not together yeah you would be a completely different person yeah and that's what and you wouldn't you wouldn't let anyone in like I you know, wouldn't, you wouldn't because tell he us. would separate me from yeah. my friends and family, which is what they do. You like, wouldn't tell us. I'm so hyper aware of any toxic traits now because of that experience. So I like automatically cut people off if I get like an ounce of that. So I'm very, very grateful that it happened. But back to the he wouldn't have done anything comment. I don't think he would have either. But I'm honestly shocked that he hasn't killed any anyone yet mm. I'm, that that we know of That's but scary. especially that he hasn't killed because he's had like two or three serious girlfriends he has a kid with a girl every single girl that i've ever spoken to or has like contacted me after him or something which honestly has been a lot they all say the same things God, he's scary he's gonna kill someone i'm shocked he didn't kill me like stuff like that and i'm like i know like and he still texts me i don't know every like six months or so to this day He just texted me the other day, actually, (laughs) and I can tell that he's gotten, like, smarter and more conniving and because he's older and more mature. And I can can tell that, like, he covers it up better than he did when he was younger. But I'm like, you are so scary. (laughs) Like, so scary. And I saw him that one night in the casino. Mm -hmm. And, like, I... I didn't know any of this. But you make fun of me because you're like, I say, I tell my family that I can tell when somebody's like a murderer or when they're like gonna be a murderer and Tyler makes fun of me, but I'm like, you don't know. It's such a good radar. (laughs) It's never been wrong. You have a great murder radar. (laughs) Yeah. No, I make fun of you. Not make fun of you per se, but I would never do what you do and would call people out in public <laughs> and call them a murderer. Like, what do you mean? That is, that's the most, that's the highest you can go. It's taking someone's life. It's just a, such a weird thing. You're saying it's scary to talk about like, what? what's weird about it? It's weird because you don't know. Yes, I do. But then you say that. 
but then you have no... You're telling me all those signs I've told you don't add up to murderer? <laughs> Plus, I think I mean, all women are, like, inherently built with something inside of them. Almost like motherhood, this... Um, not internal, what's the word I'm looking for? Intuitively. Intuitive feeling of scary men. And they kind of know it's like a sliding scale. Obviously, like, a peeping Tom is less extreme than murderer but like with the experiences i've had i feel like you just i don't know develop an eye for and i mean like i'm not saying you're wrong i mean like sure like that that could be a possibility i'm just trying to say that there could also be other possibilities he could just be a really weird dude and i'm not again i'm not trying to say that invalidate your feelings or saying what you're saying is not true but mm-hmm. why i make fun of you is because you <laughs> out these people you out these people and call them murderers in public because in I front think, of other people i think that's and i'm what like you have to whoa do is like confront them head on so and that's kind know, of a good idea they I've know remembered. not to mess with you and like this dude that i've confronted and told him that i know whoa. he's a fucking murderer he knows that i'm like too loud to murder <laughs> <laughs> i hang out with my friends and family like daily i'm in contact with people constantly he knows i'm yeah yeah he knows i'm like not worth it i'm a mom i'm like a business owner like i'm not i'm like i'm not a nobody (laughs) but like you want to murder someone that has no friends or family and lives alone and always has the same routine and i'm not like a good person to murder i think that's a good quality to have you know what i mean yeah the media would be all over my shit if i went missing because you're white yeah and like conventionally attractive if I want to be, which is very sad. Did you see that Gabby Petito case and everything? Yeah. What do you think about it? What aspect of it do you want me to comment on? I think you should comment on the relationship part since we're talking about toxic. Did you watch? The I didn't watch any of the vi- I didn't. Footage. I didn't. Because um, you would immediately see again. You should watch it and see if you get the same vibe that girls got watching it. With that, he's like hiding something. Well, all girls just said like this is toxic relationship 101 this is gaslighting 101 i did see the snippet where he had like scratches on his face and like that's he's so something buddy buddy with the cops and charming and like oh she's just having a hard time it's okay exactly what the would do that's scary so scary yeah where i feel like a normal couple if they had been fighting if you got pulled over by the cops and your girlfriend was like visibly upset you would be almost explaining the situation to the cops i would i would break down everything that just happened yeah Yeah. i would say listen man and then i would tell them what happened and that's like still buddy buddy but it's not in the same way yeah i see what you're saying you know yeah you know it's so weird i keep getting those email notifications from footlocker that it's like Oh, sorry, you forgot your password. Da, da, da. But yeah, I've gotten somebody, it so many times. Who the fuck to... wants to? I get it for like social media. Who wants to hack into my Footlocker account to get like, to your other networks? Yeah, to get to other I, networks to get to like see if you have any information on that account to where they can access other accounts. Really? Because I have that happening to me almost. I think I got it shut down now whenever I got my PS5, but I had that happen to me almost weekly on my PlayStation account. It would say like hey, you sent this wanting mm-hmm. to change your password. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that was not me. Hmm. It's very strange. And I mean, I've had my card hacked like yeah, three, you have. three times at this point. It's because I, I use once. the same password. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, I know. I need to change that. But I do too. I have like a I, four I or five it. in rotation. I, su- I switch it up 
by like just adding something to it. Yeah. <laughs> you can guess it, but I mean like it's I don't know. Colts are cool. One oh one exclamation my, point. <laughs> my listen my one of my we were back in like seventh grade, we got those laptops. And um What? No. We got those you don't remember that? No. Seventh grade at West Washington? No. We got laptops for the first time? No. What? I don't remember laptops. And we had the cow, the the what's it called? Computer on wheels. Where like you got them charging and what the fuck are you talking about? You've never seen a cow before. I think I know what you're talking about, the little charging station, but yes. mom didn't get... I remember when DubDub got, like, Chromebooks for their kids, and we were way out of not, school. Not Chromebooks, like laptops. No, I not don't Chromebooks. It was... I remember Miss Haynes. Or maybe... No, dude, maybe I'm thinking of just normal desktop computers. Where I'm... Because I'm talking about passwords. Yeah, maybe... I don't know. Sorry. Maybe we... Yeah, I don't think we did have laptops. But I remember one of my very first passwords, because I remember Miss Haynes, our science teacher, she would come around and be like, okay, what's your password? And she would write it down I just, that. Yeah. just in case, yeah. like, you forgot somehow, you know? And I so she came, mine was. She came by to me, and she's like, okay, Tyler, what's your password? And I, like, leaned in and whispered to her, and I was like, John Cena 77. Like, and she's like, what? Like, and I'm like, yeah, he's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, ever aud- oh. like literally audibly saying, "You're so weird." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that's my password." What do you expect from a group of fucking seventh grade kids, twelve year olds? I remember mine was pudding oh seven, and me and Anastasia just thought it was so quirky and cool. Pudding. Yeah, I think it's like what we had for lunch that day or something. But then it continued to be my password for like everything for years. It turns out you had pudding every every day for every meal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ty's getting us another shot. Are you excited for Indy? I should have talked about that. Me and Ty and Cass, my best friend, are going to Indy. We're just going to, I don't know, go to the bars, go to Top Golf. Go to the out. bars? Do you want to? Kind of not. Okay, me and Cass are. We always go to her. Wait, you're going to do something without me on my birthday? You're really going to come to my birthday on my birthday weekend without a birthday present and call me on my birthday? You just said you didn't want to go, dude. I don't know. I just get nervous. What, COVID nervous? No, not COVID nervous. Like, I just get super anxious, like, places I've never been before. And yeah, so, I get that. And so I know that I almost want to be halfway sober, like, really? on this trip. Yeah, so, like, if something happens, if something goes down, I'm not, like, drunk. Like, Oh, my God, I want to be fucking plastered. <laughs> you, you need this more than I do. <laughs> Me, if I like don't throw up, I will be disappointed. <laughs> I remember when we rang in 2020, the worst year in history. We, me, and you. No, I think I was at one of my past girlfriends' house, and we rang in 2020. And I remember it was like ball dropped, and I got teary eyed. Cause I was like, cause I was like, wow, 2020. Man. Oh my God. Like, we really made it, you know? <laughs> and then I remember 20 minutes later, like at like 1220 in the morning, 20 minutes after the ball drop, I was puking. And I was like, what a way to ring in the new year. <laughs> like just over the toilet. It was the worst year of my life. That's the worst year of a lot of people's lives. I think 2018 was the worst year of my life. In four months in 2018, I graduated college, had a baby, got engaged, bought a house and bought a new car. I think 2017 was worst year. And got a new job. 2017 for me. Why? Got broken up with at the beginning of the year. Um, Was finishing up my 
classes to where like college was almost ending for me. I only had one more year left, so I was kind of sad about that. Lost my best friend. Went into a deep lost as in huh lost as in no like I was in that relationship yeah but I'm saying if you're saying lost your best friend that makes it sound like she died <laughs> no no sorry lost yeah sorry my no best I yeah no sorry I <laughs> I made a big mistake I fucked up real bad and the guy that was my best friend at the time like. We were no longer cool after that. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of lost my best friend. Not that he died. I didn't realize oh, I, I was saying about... it like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize I was saying it like that. Sorry. No, but like I, I fucked up. I made a mistake. And I, he's obviously, we have not talked since. Um, and then I went down, obviously because of that. Like now that I'm going to therapy and I'm realizing like it was definitely because of that, that I went down that deep dark hole of... Of drugs of, and sex. Of Xanax. <laughs> filled wonder. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow, do you think we'll ever be normal? Why do we have so much trauma? I was thinking about this the other day. I think we're getting there. I don't think we have We didn't we think. grow up in this, like, traumatic household, like... No, like, we didn't have a So why are we so emotional up? and just so, like, aware of our mental health? Is it just our generation? I think it's part of the reason. I think... It's part that people our age know that that's very important it factor important. in everyone's lives. But also, I mean, I, I just feel like it's also the... Do you think the smarter you are and the more educated you are, the more aware you are of your emotional needs? Probably. Because I was thinking that that every like smart person in history has had like such depression. Yeah, they've not been happy. Maybe it's like ignorance is bliss. What's I'm that? like, I want to be stupid. <laughs> that, what's that old thing... Uh, would you rather be stupid and have lots of friends or smart and have no friends? Do you mean stupid and happy or smart and happy? Oh, I guess. Yeah, same. I guess same Not a lot. Or version of that. Not a lot of friends, but happy. No, other way around. <laughs> I'm like talking about how smart I am and then I can't even Intelligent, get but not being happy. Or dumb, but being happy. I'd rather be dumb and happy. Yeah, I think a lot of people would choose that. You'd you'd want to be happy. Yeah. Regardless. Like Pookie. He's dumb but happy. He's not dumb. Yeah, he is. I mean, no, he's not. He's three. He's supposed to be dumb. He's not dumb though. Not dumb for a three-year-old, but dumb to us. Oh yeah, he's a baby. He's a three-year-old. Well, that's one thing. He's happy all the time. I feel <laughs> he's a very happy kid. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I don't know if I ever. The only time I've ever seen him upset or Matt isn't like when you used to tell him no or like mm-hmm. he doesn't get his way and he goes and just storms away and like huffing and puffing and you're like oh you mad you big mad there you know like go calm down like and he's like and he turns into the Hulk or tries to there's this like little kid show called Daniel Tiger and they have like a song or whatever on there and it's like when you're mad and you want to roar Take a breath and count to four. <gasps> One, two, three, four. And it's supposed to like, oh, whatever. Yeah. So the other day, he stole money from my change jar and put it in his piggy bank. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, where'd you get that? I saw him do it. I knew he did it. But I like wanted to give him an opportunity mm-hmm. to fess up. You know, I'm like, where'd you get that? He's like, I, um, I don't remember. So anyways, told him that I knew. Told him I saw him do it. Explained why we can't steal money. Told him to put it back, you know. I wasn't upset, didn't punish him. Yeah. And he just goes, oh, when you're mad and you want a war, one, two, three, four, I still mad. 
I was like, okay, well. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> he's a funny kid, dude. Yeah, he is funny. What's, uh... So it's almost that time to wrap it up. <laughs> well, how long how long do you want your episodes to be? We're almost at an hour. Yeah, I, I'd say I usually record for an hour, but then cut it down to like, yeah. I don't know. You need to listen to Taylor Swift. What? All the emotion you're describing, she perfectly captures. Like, you would love it. No, that's all right. <laughs> Why are you not? She's the best never songwriter been, of our generation. She's, she's a very good songwriter. I know that. Um... I've just never been a fan of her. I don't know why. Because it's too basic for you. Yeah, but I'm very basic. Like, Not really. I mean, I'm pretty of, basic. Like, I'm very basic in the sense that I know what is popular and what is good and what is not good. Who's your favorite artist? Kendrick? Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, obviously. And that's a very... It's not a basic choice, I would say, but, like, that's a very safe choice. He's obviously yeah. at the top. Yeah. But just, like... I don't know. I, I I'm always like that. say I like that with a lot of things. I always say that I like because we have like kind of similar music tastes. I always say I like happy rap and more R and B rap. You like like Chance the Rapper vibe, like, yeah, and like kind of R and B. That fucking what's his name? Ugh. Kid Quill. Kid Quill, yeah, that vibe where it's always like, hey, we're gonna have a good day today, guys. Like, <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, no, I want to hear gunshots. Like, mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah, Tyler likes cooking crack in the kitchen. That's why I say it. It's 2020 for some reason was a crack year in rap. Like, what do you mean? It's always been crack year in rap. But just, no, I just feel like for some reason, every rapper that I listened to was talking about cooking, like cooking like that. Have you ever thought about cooking? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no, I have not. I think you'd be good at it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm like, like a when nice it comes career, to, perhaps when it, <laughs> when it comes down to like a science like that, yeah, sure. I mean, like, but no, I've never. I could do like your marketing. <laughs> I'm like the crack man. <laughs> you already have the perfect fucking location for it. Jesus. <laughs> you're, <laughs> what? You're like you're talking bad about my where I live, my apartment, its location. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, you go, you because... go, you go one block down. From my spot where I'm very lucky where I live. I live on First Ave. And when I say that, I mean I literally live on First Ave. Like, not like you're on First Ave, take a left, then another left, then you're there. No, it's like you're driving down First Ave. There's my house. Like, you can see I'm on the highway. You see the cars racing by. You you hear it at 3 in the morning. It's like, and you're like, Jesus. There are always people walking. On the sidewalk right in front of my house. Riding kids' bikes. (laughs) (laughs) That you're like, you stole that, didn't you? Like, (laughs) It's very, I feel a little unsafe. <laughs> and, like, that's the crazy thing. Like, I remember in the beginning when I got that, and I had you and mom or mammal and Babble, like, come. <laughs> they come, come over Yeah, house. come to my house. And they were not there long. <laughs> <laughs> like, they got there, and I could almost sense Pavel being like, yep, no, like, <laughs> we're leaving. <laughs> like, and But, like, I don't know. It's just always been very comfortable to me i don't know why like i i don't thrive in it but i mean like i feel like i'm comfortable in a more rundown area like i don't know i feel like the odds are even at that point like everybody's okay we're all on even slate here this place sucks like okay tyler and i just have different ideas we were talking about this a couple weeks ago how he would rather his apartment's very cheap very cheap and he's like he would rather save money and not spend a lot on housing and be in not the greatest area. And I was like the opposite. 
And I think it's a little bit of like, well, mostly just having a kid. I need to be in a safe area. But also, I've always been a person that like thrives in a nice clean space. And I need like an inspiring aesthetic space to make me feel happy and joyful. Like how it's always so dark and you're in dad's apartment. Like mm -hmm. I need light and air and white and brightness. And I need a place to go to sleep at night. Yeah. That's I, all I, I hate that. I need a bed. Ugh. Dog. I don't know if that's a guy thing or like I feel like it's kind of a guy thing but then in that sense I've just always felt more comfortable just having very basic things and just like bed covers, pillow, clothes shower, you know like just the basic necessities, okay I'm good I don't need Do you think when you lived with a female you felt, did you feel like that was more of a home or how was Oh it yeah, absolutely, like you could almost like it was my past two relationships that I... I didn't live with them, but I halfway did. Like, I would spend a lot of my time there, and mm -hmm. I would spend a lot of my nights there, waking up there, you know? But, like, I would still have my house, you know? And I would go back to that three or four nights in a row and do the same thing over, you know? But, obviously, you can tell as soon as you walked in, it felt more homey and mm -hmm. loving and put together. And here's a decorative towel. Like, <laughs> here's, the, here's a mat on the floor, like, on the bathroom. Did like, look I didn't have things. any of that. <laughs> <laughs> a mat on the bathroom floor. Here's, here's something revolutionary. Here's something hanging on the wall. I was like, no, nah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, it's coming at me. I don't know what that is. We didn't really grow up with that. We grew up with like a very basic house. Like mom wasn't really into interior decorating uh, or cleaning or anything like that. She got into it after we left, and like she like redid the living room and like yeah. got a yeah yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. You I've got, been huh. Say it. what. I was just going to say, I've been re-watching you because the new season, the third season, comes out in a couple weeks. And it's so good. I think I flew through it the first time. But, like, it's actually very, very good. I would not watch something like that. Why? It's fantasizing stalkers. Hmm. It's basically what we've been talking about. This whole episode, this whole podcast. And that doesn't mean it's not interesting. I love no, sure, murder yeah. podcasts. That's what I'm saying. So, like, here's my thing. I wouldn't watch Men you hate murder stuff. Because it's so realistic. Yeah. And it's real things that happen that, yes. like, in my mind, you would almost have to be, like, a sociopath to, like, enjoy that. Wrapping up. Thanks for being on. I feel like this wasn't a great dialogue. What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. Something more upbeat. Something more fun. I'm not excited about turning turning 27. <laughs> turning 27. 27. 27, bro. That's old. It sounds... That's so old. Yeah, it's old. I it remember sounds, when Adam was 27. Our I uncle. don't remember that. I why, do. Why do you remember that? I just specifically I remember when he turned 30. for some reason. I remember he turned 30 because I was like, you're an old man, dude. Yeah. Ooh. 27. It seems like a cool looking and cool sounding age. But then all I'm seeing is 30. That's all I'm seeing. And so that scares me. But, I mean, three years. That's a long time. Think yeah. about where you were three years ago yeah. compared to now. Yeah. So much can happen in three years. I was at my teaching job. Yeah. Oof. See what I mean? That was so rough. Completely different lifestyle, completely different past, life, everything. What are you going to do for your birthday? Your birthday's on a Monday, right? Uh -huh. So you'll just go to work and then... Monday Night Football. Colts. Colts are playing Monday Night Football on my birthday this cool. year. Go watch the Colts game. You should make a bet. I should make a bet. Go Colts. Give me, instead of like how I ask everyone at the end of episodes, your life advice, give me your best relationship advice. 
communication is key. I don't care if literally talk about everything, like talk, 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 like, because you do not know sometimes what the other person is thinking, how they could be feeling. And listen, don't just talk. And yeah. Well, sorry. When I, when I say communication, I mean the give and take, like say how you're feeling, listen to the, how they're feeling, you know, and just things resolve so much easier if you communicate and yeah. you talk. Not and everything not, has to be a fight. No, no, Normally no. it's just people wanting to be heard and wanting to be validated and understood. But it just seems like, I, again, I think it goes back to loving yourself first and being honest with yourself, knowing what you want, and then you'll get that. Mm-hmm. Like, because you will actively and kind of subconsciously searching for that Mm -hmm. so mine is if he wanted to he would i've been seeing that so much everywhere and i completely agree with it if what is it if he wanted to he would if he wanted to he would yeah yeah i think that's so true yeah and i like the if they show you who they are believe them you can't just walk through life and walk through potential partners assuming that they're going to change or seeing the best in them i guess like just see them for who they are don't like fantasize this person in your head if they're showing you over and over again who they are it most likely won't change not saying people can't change but just saying don't stay in a relationship for the hope that it could get better yeah you know that's just my advice as someone who has been single for a long time how long you been single though mason and i broke up in april of 2020 about your little fling so it's been a year and a half and then i guess me and tinder boys stopped our thing like i don't know let me see when like the last messages were okay last messages like last time we like really talked was the second of september um so a month which is yeah a month today yeah yeah like you like that story you just told me tonight like about like what? I can't believe you haven't you, heard that. You never tell anyone that, dude. Like, who have you told that story? I feel like everyone. No, I dude. really do feel like I've told, told that so many have times. You told mom. Yeah. You told dad. Yeah. You have. Yeah. So you just don't. Tell I me I anything. just told dad a few months ago. Actually, we were talking about something, maybe stabbing or something, and it got brought up somehow. I think maybe he had a knife, and I told him I have a fear of being stabbed. Yeah. I was like. You know, explain to him, totally, whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's the lesson we have to get out of this. To better our relationships, not just with our partners, not with our significant others that we have, but just to better our relationships with other humans in general and realize that we all have mm-hmm. been through and seen some shit. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be more kind and loving. Yeah. That's more, That's a good, God damn it, that's a good, that's a good ending. It's a good way to wrap it up. Love everyone. Treat people with kindness, as Harry Styles would say. I've been so jealous of all the Harry videos. Everyone's been going to see him. Somebody on my Instagram just went. To... Yeah. Brianna. Oh, Brianna Ricardo or something. No, Missing more. Oh, okay. I think that's. Well, what I saying. have a girl on my Instagram, um, and she went to see him. Was. I think twice, and her name's Brianna too. Her videos were so cool. Brianna, I don't know how to say her last name. Rama. Okay. Remakiati. Remakiati. Is that Italian? Uh, yeah, I think she is Italian. Oh, she was close. Isn't she such a cutie? She was close. Alright, let's wrap it up, baby girl. Oh my gosh, my favorite YouTuber had a baby! Who? Aspen Alright, thanks for being on, man. Yeah.
appreciate it. Appreciate you having me back. I like I like uh, being the first recurring yeah. character in the series. Check out Ty's socials. What's your um, <laughs> What's your Instagram? Check at? out my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> what's your Venmo? <laughs> Tyler Dash Stall Dash Eleven. <laughs> Check what's your uh, what's your Instagram and Twitter? Uh, I th- I made a new Instagram. I don't like Instagram. I never liked Instagram. Okay, well, what do you want? How do you want people to get in touch with you, be friends with you, follow your ideas? I'm all friended up. <laughs> don't no talk more to me. space. <laughs> don't contact me. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> no. I don't know. Like what the hell? I got a Facebook. <laughs> Friend me. I'm not. I'm not. Go poke me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not into the social medias like that. I'm okay, just not. that's fine. Just not. Okay. Meet me at Chili Wills. <laughs> meet, Chili me, Wills? meet me at Chili Willies. I'm there every Thursday. Oh my god, Thursday. that's Tyler's favorite bar. And it is <laughs> on the a, west side. It's it like right a, up the road from my house. It's on Claremont. It is a shit show. It is such a hole in the wall. But you know what's so funny? So many people know about it. Yeah, is it like popular in Evansville? I think it's probably because it's a hole in the wall. And like it's a fucking dive bar that you Anytime I to. told someone, I've been like, you've probably never heard of this. It's called Chili. They're like, oh, I love, love Chili. Yeah, everybody loves Chili. It's a very, it's a nice vibe. Yeah. The it's owner, very calm. The owner's cool. Yeah. And like if you're, if you don't like it, it's because you're not a cool person. <laughs> like you're not. <laughs> It's because you're less than everyone well, no, else. It's just like, how could you have a, just don't, just don't with the drama at Chili Willies. Don't ruin <laughs> Chili Willies. Like, I remember this one girl, I was there. Oh my God. She was like yelling and screaming Ooh, at her yeah, boyfriend. Chili's is not the place. Okay. So like, that's like Franklin. That's like sportsman's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she was like yelling and screaming at her boyfriend. Like she was like two tables down from me. We were outside. I was playing the ring game, of course. And she's screaming at her boyfriend, and she throws a glass down, mm-hmm. like a Chili Willy's glass that the beer came in, threw it on the ground, busted everywhere, of course. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was, like, holding the ring, and I look over, and I was like, hey. And I was like, stop. And I was like, don't ruin Chili Willy's right now. Like, And I was like, don't bring that here. I was like, we don't want that. We don't want your kind. Well, here. she's like, don't fucking bring, if you're not gonna like just be chill, like be it's fucking chilly willies, like it's chill, it's in the fucking name, like just don't be around it. Like, what do you mean? You have to, you have to just calm down. I think any bar runs the risk of getting drunk patrons. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of the name of the game. But I think what you're referring to is like their customer base is mostly like middle-aged men who just got off of work and are going in for a beer it's not really like a sports bar like or where like there's a bunch of college kids it's more yeah, like no, absolutely not it's people the people that are in there are regulars they're in yeah. there every day yeah and yeah like you said they come after work at the exact same time every night right have three beers and hang out home. with their buddies and yeah. go home to their families all right love you dude love you thanks for having me again tip your bartender tip your waitresses service industry is hard Tip your I would never do it. bakers mainly. Venmo me. Venmo me. You didn't even say your Venmo. It's at Katie and Ledger. L E D G E R. Actually, Venmo a dollar, whoever you like better on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll take a tally <laughs> in like a couple weeks. I swear to God, I don't care how much it is. If I get Venmo like even a penny, 
I will be so happy. <gasps> I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. I've always, for some reason, you see that like on vacation and stuff. It's like, it's my 18th birthday, Venmo me. Like written on the side of the car. I'm into it. Like I would, I will want to do that in Indianapolis. Like yeah. I will, we can write that on your car if it's okay What do you, you think is so Venmo exciting me. to you? Like finding unexpected money? Is that the same No, thing? not even that. It's not even about the money. It's the thought that you're putting something out there in the world that like you would enjoy and other people are kind enough to... That's so funny. I don't know. I don't know. Are kind enough to let you enjoy something. You know? Like, <laughs> let him enjoy something, let, people. Let me, give, give him me, a dollar. Give, give me a goddamn penny. Go on. Just let me, just let me get a penny. I hope everyone requests money from you. <laughs> Requesting from me? Like, I have to give them money? Yeah. I ain't giving you a goddamn dollar. I'm not giving you shit. Oh, my gosh. But I will take your pennies. All right, later. Later, guys. Bye.